Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Come here to discuss it. I came to say, I'm through. Now just a minute. All right. So the goose bought it, but that's the way he always came at the world. Max, he'd be the first to admit it was long overdue. All right. I'll tell you how it is. You're a winner, Max. You're on the top shelf, and I'm not going to lose you because of some crazy notion about quitting. They say people. Don't believe in heroes anymore. Well, damn them! You and me, Max. We're gonna give them back to heroes. Do you really expect me to go for that crap? You gotta admit I sound good there for a minute. Five feet. Hey! Hey, come on! You want me to beg? Want me to knees crying? Now, just a minute. Give me a reason. Scared, fearful. You know why? That mad circus out there. I'm beginning to enjoy it. What is this, Bunny Week? Look, any longer out on that road and I'm one of them, you know? A terminal crazy. Only I got a bronze badge to say I'm one of the good guys. You know what I'm trying to say? I'll tell you what I'll do. Take off a few weeks, huh? Grow yourself a beard. Draw flies. Just think about it for a while. You still feel the same way when you come back? Well, it's okay by me. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we discuss the movie that launched the Mad Max series while secretly wishing we were discussing Independence Day again. It's 1979's Mad Max. But first, he's the guy who insists on driving even though he can't to my guy who takes over after he crashes, but also can't drive worth a damn. It's James. How are you doing, James? That's probably the most accurate portrayal of who you and I are. Uh, on this podcast. Also, I figured out now why you say that this is a podcast from a couple of guys who think they know sci-fi because there are legitimately only two guys on this podcast who know what sci-fi are. Spoiler, you're not one of them. Oh, yeah. And he's the big hug who likes chasing people running in and out of the woods. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? <laughs> um, I'm doing better. Uh, I survived the apocalypse. Um, spoiler. Um, what I went through with no power or water and snowmageddon down here in Texas is more sci-fi than the movie we're about to review. You might be right. Yeah, I am right. Oh, oh, so you're certain about, wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure we will have many, (laughs) many examples as as to why this was not sci-fi. I I think the physics in this movie probably are more sci-fi than what you went through. (laughs) James, no. what's happening around CBC this week? What's going on around CBC this week? Eyes Forward March put out a new podcast, I think, last week. Maybe there's another one this next week. I don't know. Like, schedules are all kind of screwed up in my head because, you know, it's a pandemic and we don't get out much and it's snowing again outside right now because, fuck, of course it is. It's February. Fuck. God, I want spring so bad. Anyway, check out Eyes Forward March. Uh, CreativeBrainCandy.com. And while you're there, check out the great family of podcasts we have there and streamers. Uh, there's a there's a ton of us. Uh, and we all we all like to talk. So check it out. Ice Forward March. If you're into military things, if you are a NCO, I believe that's non-commissioned officer. I, I know my military lingo. Uh, where they discuss things that will pertain to you while you're an NCO. And then also 
as you're uh, preparing to uh, get out of the military and go on with your civilian career. Eyes Forward March, creativebraincandy.com. Check it out. I also think that they've got an Instagram account now. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. So you can can look for that as uh, as well. But if if you want to know what it is, come on our Discord, creativebraincandy.com. Click the Discord button. Download that app. Come by. Say hi to everybody but Rob. (laughs) Rob, you got any news for us this week? I've got a couple news articles. Um, again, were you, were you able to take a shit? <laughs> only two because I only have two articles today. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, you only took a shit in the last seven days twice. Uh, yeah, sure. Was and it because that, you couldn't flush your toilet? That's part of it. Yeah, couldn't. I mean, flush you know, toilet, you could melt couldn't water, see, right? Couldn't you see melt water. Uh, you know, it's hard to melt water when um, the inside of your house is as cold as it is outside. I guess That's just true. be thankful you don't have a $17,000 electric bill. Yeah. No shit. Did you, did you read those? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, did. Yeah. I'm not on that wholesale mumbo yeah. jumbo. Yeah. Anybody who, anybody who's on gritty is an idiot. Is an idiot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Way to go, Texas. Yep. Yep. All right. Free so market. My first, yeah. <laughs> My first uh, article is there was a black-footed ferret named um, Elizabeth <clears throat> Ann. What? Actually, it was named Willie or Willa. Sorry. Uh, let's start over. Did you there even was read black- this article? <laughs> yeah, I did. And I, he's reading okay. it right now. I am. Uh, no, there was a black-footed ferret uh, named Willa that died in 1988. Um. They just brought her back to life via cloning. No, okay, that's so, not. Wait, stop. No, You're, okay, that's not bringing something back. That's not how resurrection works. Hey, that's okay? how that's how they put they put it on here. They said <sighs> this ferret died 33 years ago. Scientists just brought her back to life. That's not what uh, they did. They cloned her. That's not bringing something back did. to life. That is creating a separate life form from the mm-hmm. DNA that they had from they uh, did. the original. Yeah, they basically life. created yeah, yep, a twin. So, Yep. So yeah. in 1988, they froze her uh, and then returned her genetic material back into the species. Apparently, there was only seven surviving animals of this uh, black-footed ferret. Um, and through some breeding and all that kind of fun stuff, there's about a thousand of them now. Um, so, you know, first step is black-footed <laughs> ferret. Next step is uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly yep. where I was going to go. Is This yeah. is I mean, this sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, they're it, just, they're yeah. they're, Ma- they're playing with fire. They're playing they're, with fire, Rob, is what they're no, doing. No, no, They're practicing so that they can get it right so that when they bring back the big ones, they can control them better. Life now. finds a way. Oh, Jesus, mm-hmm. you are not, you are not Goldblum. <laughs> like you're just like, you're not, but he wishes, I, I know he wishes he was maybe, maybe one day in the far flung future. If you, if you have your head frozen, they can bring you back as, you know, Goldblum's twin. I don't, Ooh. I don't know. No. Cause That'd he would just spend all day touching himself, looking in the mirror well, going, would you fuck me? How is, how is I that any different me. than what he does now? I don't know. I don't want to know what he does now. Yeah, because I can put that pillow, one of those pillows that you got me for Christmas <laughs> on my you head. Have not, you have not. Have you done the coloring book? While no, I have not done the coloring the book. Pillow. It's still packed. Yeah, you need to find the oh, coloring book man. and just wear the pillow, nothing else. And I don't then think he's do entirely coloring. on board with. I don't uh, think his he is. I don't bloom think. Yeah, I think he's fetish. a. I think he's a Gold Bloom uh, fan wannabe. He's not a mm-hmm. true fan of the Gold Bloom. He is not. Because, I mean, look, I know it's in my have, heart. Y'all can't. Would have already started on the coloring book, would have Fandom. already taken pictures with the pillows. Uh, 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 in fact, the pillows, the pillows would be standing up by themselves <laughs> without any Gross. help. Gross. <laughs> Rob, what else you got? <laughs> um, my next one, it's not really sci-fi news, but I thought it was funny. Um, Kathleen Kennedy uh, posted a video um uh, about uh, the uh, women. I know that this is funny. This is funny. She posted a video on YouTube on the Oscars uh, YouTube channel um, talking about women's uh, significance in in film and all that kind of good stuff. Um, And when this was posted, when this article was posted on February 17th, 
the video had about 25,000 views. Um, yeah, I got ratio. 72 of those yeah. are likes, and then there's about 6,000 dislikes. Yeah. So see you later, Kathleen. You are yeah. a fucktard. I don't think you can say that word on the podcast. I might be wrong. It's not a PC but I just word. Did. You did. You did indeed do it. Nobody cares what Kathleen Kennedy has to say. And nobody cares uh, about our podcast. Well, so. well that's, that's probably also accurate. But I, what I mean is you can't come out and say all these great things about women right yeah. after you have fired a strong, outspoken woman for being mm-hmm. strong and outspoken just because right. you didn't like what she said. Yep. Uh, so it, but she can. Well, she tried and she got ratioed all to hell. Yep. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy really should go away. I do believe that she is the reason, probably the number one reason, not the only reason, but the number one reason uh, why Star Wars now sucks. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of uh, hard evidence to support my uh, uh, assertion that she is the number one reason that it sucks. And I really hope that she would uh, find something else to do, go ruin something else. Uh, but she won't uh, because of the pandemic. And it's going to be hard for her to find a job somewhere else because she has completely shat on all that is Star Wars. Thanks, Rob, for bringing this up. You're well, welcome. I was yeah, in thanks, a good Rob. mood before this all started. Now you Why? Made me go on a rant. Well, because I was getting ready to shit all over fucking this stupid movie oh, we had to watch. Perfect. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, let's, but now let's, it's ruined. Let's now it, no, 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 I'm no, a, no I think, it's your fault. I'm in a bad mood now, Rob. No, no, I want to hear this pod crawl and how sci fi it is. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You two are idiots. Y'all ready for a pod crawl? Yes. Well, yeah, a long time ago. All right, let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. It's tomorrow in the land down under and society has collapsed, though you can't really tell by looking. There's a crazed madman <laughs> ripping down a lone Aussie highway in a Ford Falcon GT which proves that he's crazed since he's driving a Ford Falcon. Mm. Australian Mm -hmm. John Candy and Skinny Pete of the Main Force Patrol pursue, but for being trained highway patrol officers, they can't drive worth a shit. After their failed attempt to get the Knight Rider to pull Australian Kid over, Australian Martin Riggs is called in to use his special powers of tailgating the Knight Rider into a construction zone and killing him. Knight Rider's biker gang in Shakespeare in the Park rejects, the Knight Foundation is not pleased that Riggs killed one of theirs, and they head towards Melbourne looking to dance and pillage their way into Max's heart. After brutalizing a couple in a Chevy Bel Air, Riggs and Goose interrupt their sexy, oily beach volleyball game to investigate. Oh wait, I might be mixing movies. Anyway, the Knight Foundation left behind one of their own, a very drunk and idiotic Australian Warren Beatty. They haul his ass to jail, but at trial nobody shows up as a witness for the prosecution, so Aussie Beatty gets released. Goose isn't happy about it, and heads to the local disco, because, yeah, disco is still a thing, and Aussie Beatty jacks with the rear tire on his pursuit motorcycle. The next day, Goose is ripping down another lonely Australian highway, when his rear wheel locks up, and he crashes. He calls Australian AAA, which is self-serve in the outback, and on his way home he's jumped and roasted by the Knight Foundation. Riggs is shaken to his core, and turns in his resignation from the force, but Captain Australia convinces him to take a vacay instead. Riggs packs his wife, and actually remembers to pack his kid, and they head north on adventure. They buy Sherlock Holmes's dog, and when a blowout forces them to stop by Australian Gomer's shop, Mrs. Riggs and Sprague, no, not kidding, the kid's name is Sprague, head to a nearby Mm -hmm. town to get some Australian ice cream. The Knight Foundation are hanging out by the tide pools, when they see Mrs. Riggs head inside for a treat. The Knight Gang harass Mrs. Riggs for a bit before she kicks Macbeth in the balls and drives off. She picks up Riggs on the way out, and they head to Australian, Aunt May's house. Aunt May lives in the woods, right by the beach, so Mrs. Riggs goes to soak up some rays while Riggs fixes the fan belt. On the way back to the house from the beach, Mrs. Riggs is chased by Macbeth and the crew, but she makes it back to the house and Riggs heads into the woods to look for something. While in the house, Mrs. Riggs remembers she has a kid and runs outside to see if Dingo's (laughs) ate her baby, but the Knight Foundation has snuck into a nearby barn with all of their motorcycles without anyone seeing or hearing anything, and they have the kid. She half-assed asks them to hand over the baby, 
appearing to be ready to walk away at the first no, but Aunt May shows up, and Granny's got a gun. She locks all of the young ruffians in the barn, and Mrs. Riggs, Aunt May and the kid drive off in the still-busted car. Riggs gets back just as the knights are riding off in pursuit of his wife, and when the car breaks down, Aunt May faces all of the bikers down alone, in the middle of the road. She fires, and is 0 for 2 on hitting anything important with a shotgun, as the bikers run the wife and kid down in the road. Riggs is pissed, and he puts on his leathers to chase down the thugs who killed his dog. He tailgates several off of a bridge, and gets to the last three. They set a stupid trap for him, but he bites, and gets out of his source of power. They shoot him in the knee and run over his arm, but he manages to take one out before getting back into his cruiser, and chases Macbeth down in the dumbest car chase ever, eventually tailgating him into a truck. The last guy, Australian Beatty, he doesn't even chase down. He finds him stealing the boots off a dead man, and he cuffs him to the wreckage of an old pickup, sets a crude time delay fuse, hands him a hacksaw, and rolls slow walking away from an explosion giving Michael Bay a chubby, credits. All right, Mad Max. This is uh, this apparently was a huge success in Australia. Well, in Australia and worldwide, it made over a hundred million dollars worldwide. It it was it held the Guinness Book of World Records for profit to ratio in a movie for a long time because of this. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't like this movie. This movie sucks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. The the number one thing that my, my wife asked behind, why is this considered sci-fi while we were watching it was where's the kid? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding the gun. <laughs> yeah, right? He was holding the gun the first, like, what the fuck is a kid doing with a handgun? Yeah. He's you got to wonder, two. you got to wonder if they actually wanted to have a kid because I no. mean, they ignored him like 90% of the time the kid was around. In fact, you don't even see the kid for the most part. I thought they went right? on vacation without the kid and it wasn't no, until she up. was. Yeah. He just kid, shows yeah. up in the car. She's holding him all of a sudden. And you're like, what the fuck? Where in the hell oh, yeah. did the kid come yeah. from? Well, my wife asked, she, she, like, that was, I think, one of the one of the first times I actually li- was listening to what she said. She's like, wait, wait where, where the kid, where's the kid? I'm like, it's the 70s. He's probably in, in the, in the uh, back, b- in the back, uh, up top uh, in the rear window, like catching mm-hmm. some, some sun and some Z's. Cause that's what I used to do. And right. Then, and then they showed a, a picture of the back and there's the kid sitting in the back. Yeah. Not in a car seat. Yeah. Well, I mean, so this was the seventies and I remember as a kid in the seventies, you know, being in the back seat, no seatbelt, just kind of looking, you you were turned around on your knees in the seat. I did that in the eighties. Well, yeah, you did that in the eighties too, but, um, turned around on your knees in the seat, looking out the rear window and, and sticking your tongue out of people behind you. And like my parents had a, a, a Thunderbird, uh, when we were, when we were really kid, a Ford Thunderbird. And it, it, it wasn't like a hatchback. It was, it was like a legit, like uh, I, I don't even remember if it's four doors. I think it was two door. And we would get in the back seat and my brother and I would just climb up where the rear speakers were, which was mm-hmm. behind the headrest in the, in the, in the back seat. We just climb up there in that little space where the window is between the speaker and the, yeah, we just chill out there, catch some sun. Oh, like you didn't do that in around. the summer though. Good God. You would cook. We tried a couple of times until we learned, you know, hot, bad. It took a minute, but yeah. once we, once we got it, we stopped. Yeah. Yeah. After the first layer of skin peeled off as he got off the vinyl. Well, right. I mean, Which so we you would have that smarter than Sprog. So just FYI. It would depend on what what you had in that in that rear deck. So if it was just the the kind of crosshatch mesh or crosshatch mesh over the speakers, you would end up with like burns on you with the crosshatch right. mesh. If it was that fiberglass carpet that after it cooked in the sun for a summer or two, you could <laughs> just run your hand yeah. across of it, and you'd have all <laughs> yeah. this like fiberglass yeah. snow blowing throughout the cabin. Yeah, you would be a uh, you'd be itching for about a week. Yeah, no, it was the first one. It was the mesh. Whatever. whatever. Cross hatch mesh. Say that yeah, whatever. times fast. Yeah, I'm that's, not going to even difficult. attempt to. So, no. so was this movie just another like Visit Australia commercial that they did, or because no, I mean, that's really Crocodile all Dundee like, is a is a uh, well, this a was national way, treasure. Yeah, this was way before this Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, 
Right. No, I'm just saying, this, is this another visit? If this was a tourism I mean, that's all movie like. for Australia, they failed miserably. Right. And they're like, well, come to Australia. We have motorcycle gangs and uh, well, highway patrolmen s- who will run you into they, the back of yeah, semis. But what say, I'm saying is it didn't even seem post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it I will say it that Australia in the late 70s was very, very progressive as far as their motorcycle gangs go, because this is the first portrayal I've ever seen, seen of a gay motorcycle gang in a movie, mm-hmm. especially this mm-hmm. far in the past. Yeah. And they were, I think they were like, let's be fair. I believe they were bisexual. They, yeah, you're probably right. They probably were they, bisexual. I do believe they raped the woman in the Chevy. Was that a Chevy? That was the Chevy Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they also raped the guy because wasn't yeah. his ass bloody. Yeah, it was. He was running away. It was. That yeah. was, that was pretty disturbing. Yeah, it was on yeah. a lot of levels, on a lot of levels. Uh, another level that I was really disturbed uh, by on this movie is it's listed as sci-fi for some reason. And there is literally nothing about this movie. It's only, listed, it's only listed as sci-fi on IMDb. I don't which, care what IMDb Which is says not the holder of all knowledge. No, Wikipedia just says that this is like a... a action a, thriller. There you go. It is Dystopian science action thriller. And okay, let, let's just go through this. I want to go through this piece by piece because there's a lot of things in my life that I am unsure of mm-hmm. that are that are very uncertain. Sci-fi is not one of them. I, I look at a movie. I look at a piece of art. I look at a piece of pop culture and I can go, that's sci-fi. Like, I know what it is. Like, 112263, not really sci-fi. This movie is even less sci-fi. Just spoiler gonna pay attention to the end oh, uh this is this is this is not supposed sci-fi. to say yeah i'll say it later trust that, me yeah. i've got a whole spiel oh this is not okay sci-fi. so dystopian and and post-apocalyptic are subgenres of sci-fi because they deal with the breakdown of society and how there was no breakdown of society there was <laughs> a breakdown of society. society the title card at the very beginning of the movie explained that now okay let's that just was science fiction Science fiction. This mm-hmm. has the fiction part. There is no science part to this. There is no, there's nothing. About so it. you don't think that uh, sociology and anthropology and not, those aren't sciences. This is not science fiction. You know, it's not science fiction. You, you, I don't even know why this is on the list. The next couple can be on the list for sure. In, in the, in the Mad Max series. But this is not, this is decidedly, definitively not science fiction. Let's, you want to talk about dystopian as, as some kind of subgenre of sci fi? Fine. Mm-hmm. You can talk about post apocalyptic as some kind of subgenre of sci fi. Fine. But dystopian, uh, number one, there still seemed to be a government, there still seemed to be courts, and it wasn't like it was a kangaroo court. Yeah. It was like a real court where they wore suits and shit. Like it may have been the big wide fucking lapel suits from the fucking seventies, you know, but it was still suits. They had a jail. Uh, the cops, like if it was dystopian, the cops would have just been shooting people and carrying out justice right then and there. And they weren't. Okay. They but, still had paperwork to fill out. But the That's collapse of society dystopian. doesn't mean that society ceases to exist. <sighs> No. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually. <laughs> no, yeah. because other societies end up springing from the society that collapsed. That's right. But just look, you're not going to convince me and you're literally not going to convince anybody out there that this is sci-fi by trying to split hairs on what's dystopian and what isn't like you have said that they, they made this quote unquote sci-fi at the end because he didn't have a budget. To like have, you know, film in real buildings. Okay. So we can talk about the portrayal <laughs> of his dystopia. This is not dystopian. This is a motorcycle gang. This is a, it's literally gay hell's angels in Australia versus like fucking the village people who are just the cops. Not like the, <laughs> like not the, the Australian the chips. Right, it's Australian chips. There was all a this lot is. of leather in that department. Yeah, yeah it, look, this look, only Goose on, was wearing real leather. Well, right, yeah. In the in the uh, later on in these films, it is very much post-apocalyptic. So, are we supposed to believe then that 
this was pre-apocalyptic and the rest of the movies end up being post-apocalyptic. I'm asking a legit question. Yeah, that I so like I think legit. this was I think this was as the society was breaking down. I think this was towards uh, this was towards the death throes of the society that you see in the future Mad Max movies. This is the first time that I've actually seen Mad Max. I've I've seen all the rest of them except for the brand new one with Charlize Theron. I haven't seen that one yeah, yet. You're not but, missing much, oh, Donnie, yeah, but I've Charlie. seen uh, yeah, just stay away. I've seen me. Fury Road and or not Fury Road, but um, yeah, Fury Road, oh, yeah. which is Mad Max Two, and Beyond the Thunderdome. No, Beyond the Thunderdome. Yeah, Road Warrior. Road Warrior. Is Mad that's Max it. Two. Road Warrior and Beyond the Thunderdome. Fury is the is, new one. Yeah, that's the new yeah. one. Yeah, with uh, with Charlie's. Yeah, that mm. once is nuts. Yeah, but Charlie's. Like in all of Call those, me. it's all desert. It is all sure roving gangs in the desert because it's post fucking apocalyptic and all of the people in those movies that are regular people and not part of, you know, these, these roving gangs of, of car bandits for lack of a better fucking, uh, uh, descriptor, uh, all, all of the regular normies, the civilians, if you were, uh, they're all, they're in tattered clothes. They are in, like they they're 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 hungry, they're thirsty, they're they're struggling to get by. Here, there's none of that. There are r- lush, rolling uh, green hills in Australia, uh, which I wasn't aware of. I thought it was just basically death spiders and and giant snakes that could swallow you in in one in one gulp. Uh, That's on West oh, the, Australia. Oh, there's that too. They had to shoo all those away to make the film. Right. Every time yeah, they, well, they that, every time they made the scene, they shoot away all that the giant make, spiders and snakes yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Well, that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there was, there were paved roads, uh, like very well maintained <laughs> paved roads. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was still commerce going on. Like there were tractor trailers that were going around. I look, it's not sci-fi. It's just, it's just not sci-fi. You will never convince me at sci-fi. I think if you sat anybody down a normal human being with a, with, with a lot of common sense and a good head on their shoulders not Rob, obviously, but somebody like normal and ask them to watch this movie and put them through that torture. And I'm not sure why you would do that. But if you did, I'm going to say 99.9% of the time they're going to go, this is not sci-fi. It doesn't even have to be a normal person. So anybody would say that. Except, except Jason. At, at what point would it become sci-fi? At what point in the civilization's I, collapse does it become sci-fi? Does it become dystopian en- enough to? So, post-apocalyptic well, just means after a right, a major changing my, event. I want there was my no major changing event. There was a major changing event. I don't want beaches. I don't want forests. I don't want fucking rolling green hills. I don't want commerce going on in a normal day-to-day sense where you're exchanging goods for money or goods okay, for I uh, money for goods. I don't want that. I don't, I, I want, I want post-apocalyptic. I want a, a, a biker gang that is in charge of an area and there are different areas set up. Not like there's none of that. There was just, there's this roving biker gang that yeah, is and I in would this be town. More con- I would be more convinced if there were not necessarily burned out cars, but abandoned cars on the side of the road right, there was or trash, that. that kind of thing. But, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking walking dead as a comparison, you know, they're, they're going down the road and there's random cars just on the side of the road. Not a whole lot of people take the zombies out of it. Right. But there's just that's, lots of them everywhere. That's n- yeah. None of that. That's sci-fi post-apocalyptic it is, sci-fi. It, so it is, unless it there's burning nice. cars on the side of the road, it's not sci-fi. I didn't say well, it had I to be burning I cars. I think you're just oversimplifying what we're saying. Well, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to get to the crux and of where, where no, it no, becomes You're just sci-fi. picking and choosing to try <laughs> to break us no, apart. Where, what, exactly at what, what point does a, does a dystopian society become sci-fi? I mean, we've, we've already established, dystopian. We've already established that there was that a, an apocalyptic event. There was a war was no according to the title event. card, and society has collapsed. It didn't. Yeah. Okay. It didn't look if society has collapsed, like let's just let's be honest with ourselves for a minute, okay? Like let's just if society has collapsed, mechanics, all right, they're probably not too concerned with spare tires. You're also probably not going to go down the road and get an ice cream. Okay? Like that's just if society has collapsed, you're probably not going to see that. If society has collapsed and no one's really in charge and there's just these roving gangs, then what gave these guys uh, like the right to become 
fucking uh, highway patrol. And they don't even have a license to kill. So they're just kind of like, oh, we're highway patrol in a dystopian future, but we have a lot of laws. And those laws say that we can't really kill you unless, you know, it's an accident when you like hit the ass end of a fucking semi at 80 miles an hour because you're an idiot. Well, like, like there's like I said before, dystopian. like I said before, they're probably right at the end of the death knell of what their current society was. And well, it's that's becoming not dystopian, it, is it? Well, no, it is. So, uh, that's not dystopian. Okay, dystopian so, would be after the death knell. It would be after society has collapsed. Okay, when, not, where do you draw that line? When do you determine well, exactly easily. when the society is falling? I mean, when did it, when, you when can't exactly buy a fucking ice cream? <laughs> oh, so ice cream is now yeah. the determinant of when society oh, is or, truly fallen. Or okay, yeah, sure. Or when when you still have to abide by laws because there's an obvious government in charge. How's that? Well, it I mean, could be that uh, Australia of government or Australian government or whatever govern governing body. That was in charge because I guess this is Australia, but they never really mentioned a specific spot in Australia. Anyways, maybe it's turned into several different city states, kind of like how Italy has been throughout several of its epochs or ages. Yeah, no, I'm not buying it. It wasn't. There was not, none of that was stated. No, it in, wasn't. Uh, and you're fact, right. I, 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 fact, and I will. Listen, I will grant you that it did not look as if society had fallen. I'm, I'm going off of what the director put in the title card as the premise for what his movie. Now, whether he I'm executed you, that premise very well or not is certainly up for debate. And I, I agree. I don't think he did. He, he put in this, this, but this you can't whole, say you know, that dystopia and post-apocalyptic you know, stories are not sci-fi because they don't look sci-fi to you. They're not sci-fi. They don't feel sci-fi. It's this not that they don't look seem, sci-fi. Okay, it yeah. may it not look and feel sci-fi to you, but you got to take it as the premise that was handed to you. Now we can we can discuss the merits of how well he executed his vision or how well he made it into a sci-fi story. He didn't. Okay. And I would agree with you. I don't. I don't think he executed the vision very well. But it is <laughs> sci-fi. Why are we arguing? I don't understand. Because Can we it argue is about sci-fi. That's imp- it's not. Can we argue about something that is important? Sure. Okay. Why is it every parent in this dystopian future, pre-apocalyptic Australia sucks? Well, I don't know. Like that we- may be a seventies thing. Like the kid, like the thing I my baby, like the fucking kid they just wanders into the street while the parents, I don't even know what they're doing. They're fumble fucking around, I doing don't know. like not watching the fucking kid. He just kind of wanders into the fucking street. I know. Like you never, I, I don't, I don't get it. Then you see, you see Sprog just pop up every once in a while. Like, oh shit. The director's like, fuck, I forgot you had a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, we did too, right? Fuck, put a shrimp on the bobby. I'm going to get sprung. Hold on a second. Like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then instead of like protecting the kid, the fucking wife is just like, derp, derp, derp. I'm in the middle of the road. Come get me motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why run through the middle of the fucking road? Why not go over that barbed wire fence? I mean, that's at least going right. to slow them down for a little bit while you're running through right. the field. They're trying to get through the barbed wire fence. I don't get it. I didn't, there was a lot of this movie that I didn't get. I didn't get that it was sci-fi because it's not sci-fi. I didn't get why the kids in it. It was like, they forgot half the time that he was there. Like not even just the parents in the story, but like the director's like, Oh fuck yeah. shit. I forgot. I, I wrote in a fucking kid. <laughs> God damn. No, this movie is awful. I looked, <laughs> I was an hour into the movie and it felt like two and I looked and I was yeah. like, oh my God, we're only an hour into this movie. It's only an hour and a half. How is this only? Oh, it was awful. It felt like yeah. it was a three hour movie. It was only an hour and a half. There, there was no rhyme or reason to it. The, I, how did this put Mel Gibson on the map? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know uh, how it he, made a hundred million from, dollars worldwide. I've, there wasn't a lot happening. I mean, in I'll tell you what, you got to admit, movie, Mel Gibson watch. looks good at. 20 something or however the fuck old he was sure. at this Does he point look better than Jeff Goldblum. Uh, let's not, let's not. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Let, this is a version of the movie I would watch this movie narrated by Aussie man. That that's the version of the movie I'd watch. Who's Aussie man. How do you not know who Aussie man is? I don't know who Rob, it, 
Do you know who Ozzy Man is? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's an Australian personality, uh, and he finds funny videos on the Oh, internet. that dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The honey he, badger then, guy. The honey badger guy. Yeah. And, yeah, he, and then he the narrates, narrates the videos. The honey, ba- honey badger. He don't give a he's shit. Gotten, right. He's gotten so famous that he interviews people. Uh, famous people, celebrities, when they come through Australia to do, uh, you know, the 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 here we're we're here to do a real sci-fi movie. Uh, we're going to promote it. Like he's one of the guys. He's a, he gets to interview them. He does a fun little game called, uh, you know, guess the Aussie slang. So he'll give you the a slang like fair dinkum, and say what does fair dinkum mean? And if you win, like he went out and he bought a small little prize for these celebrities that can obviously afford more than he can. It's hilarious. Yeah, it sounds hilarious. You should watch some of his videos. He got very famous because he was doing MMA knockouts. Like he would narrate that and he's very funny. And then the MMA, like the UFC told him he couldn't do that anymore. And really? So, yeah. Because so, <laughs> he was just taking them, you know, after the fight's been over for a while. He wasn't taking new ones. He was taking old ones. Like he can't do that. Was he like legit narrating them or was he doing it for comedic effect? He was doing it for comedic effect. And wow. Hmm. I don't know what the fucking laws are in Australia. Yeah. I don't know what he can and can't do, but apparently like they can't even have Facebook anymore or some shit. I don't fucking know. I, I don't watch the news cause I don't give a fuck, especially about Australia. Cause apparently there are roving gangs of gay bikers. Bisexual. And, and parents. And I'm sorry. You're right. Bisexual. And like parents, I don't even know how Ozzy man survived. Maybe he was born like after the seventies. <laughs> Is that it? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I would imagine that Mad Max, I'm hoping that Mad Max is not a, uh, 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 <laughs> is not like the, uh, the gold standard for what Australian parents are. But when was that? When did that woman lose her baby to the dingoes? Fuck. I don't know. It was, yeah. It was about this. Wasn't it around this time? It might have been. Maybe but there's like a, maybe there's like a baby. 10 year generational cap in Australia. <laughs> It's just the 70s. Nobody gave two shits. And so all the children from the 70s, most of them like died. I get But here's the thing about Australia. Like, I'll give this to Australia. Like, I give them a lot of shit for a lot of things, but they're great people. They're fantastic. But a seven in Australia is probably a dime everywhere else. Like that, if I like, if I could live in Australia, I wouldn't because of everything that can kill you there. But I would at least have a passing moment where I'd be like, yes, because a seven in Australia is a 10 everywhere else. Yeah. I think everything in Australia is, is poisonous, including Australians. Right. Right. But no, I don't think their women are, they're just super hot. Well, but they also, they also have stingers, but they're super hot. Well, they're super hot with stingers. I would let them, whatever. I don't give it. They're so hot. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. And that accent. Oh God, help me. That accent. I have a thing for women with like cool accents like that. Australian, British, like the British, like fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Never mind. We're going down a road that is definitely more sci-fi than this movie, but God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't, I don't think we want to go down that road. No, I, 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 I didn't like this movie. It, it, it played like a public service message to Australians about don't drive like an idiot. <laughs> Because George Miller, who who wrote and directed this movie, he was a doctor, and apparently he got the idea from the of this movie uh, from his time uh, doing trauma uh, with uh, traffic accidents. <laughs> and, what was that movie we all had to watch in high school? Oh uh, yeah, uh, blood on the asphalt or something yeah, like that. Blood, yeah, red asphalt or some shit. Yeah, some yeah. some stupid movie like that. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what this movie reminded me of. They're like, if you're gonna be a bisexual biker in Australia, don't do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like stupid. It was just so dumb. Uh, oh my god! Did you notice that before both the Night Rider and I want to talk about the Night Rider here in a minute because I'm very upset that that wasn't David Hasselhoff. Uh, <laughs> But the the, the night rider and then uh, the leader of the bisexual biker gang, when they died, right before they died, there was literally probably like a frame, bulge maybe dive. two frames, like with the yeah. yeah what the eyes. fuck was that? That that that's, reminded that's me so much stan- of the faces of standard seventies eighties. Uh, yeah, death. Scene. You remember those faces of death movies? No, I never watched uh, those. Arnold Schwarzenegger had it too. Yeah, in, in uh, Total, Total Recall. Recall. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but that was more sci-fi than 11, 22. Yeah. More sci-fi than 11, 20. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but, but in the Faces of Death movie where you were like watching real people die and you really weren't. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was the that was their go to movie. Yeah, I never watched the Faces eyeballs. of Death. I never got into that in the eighties. Whenever everybody I think I watched was, one. Yeah, I watched one. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, it's not even. Like, I'm not scared. It's more sci-fi than Mad Max. You sure? Faces of Death. Yeah. Faces of Death. More sci-fi than Mad Max. 100%. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know what the, the whole bulging eye thing was. That was really weird. And they cut to it like a couple of different times whenever Macbeth was about to hit the, the truck. And wh- what is it with <laughs> fucking car chases and motorcycles and you're in a car? That's not a contest. Trust me, I've, I've ridden motorcycles and been almost pushed off of fucking highways by cars. It's yeah. it, no, yeah. it, it's People not a fucking contest. No, no. Can I can I ask why Fifi uh, was uh, shirtless? Why not? The last time he, we saw him, he, and was, he had a scarf uh, on, but he had a scarf on too, didn't he? Okay, so so was shirtless in a scarf while he was fact, watering his plants, smoking fun, a cigar. Fun fact. Um, this uh, this got cut from the movie, but uh, Fifi was actually uh, pledging to be part of the motorcycle gang, um, and that's what he had to do. He had to run around in uh, leather pants, a scarf, and water plants. That's not accurate. It was no. The, why would a bisexual <laughs> biker gang make you do the watering plants part? Like I don't like that. I think the rest I can Look, kind of understand, but like either. Water- you uh, you've got to tap into your feminine side from some that's time not, to time. That's not. I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's maybe watering plants is a euphemism for something else. They were telling it, him, "Hey, you need to go water some plants if you know what I mean." He's like, "Uh, okay." And so he went and watered the plants instead of you know laying some pipe. Yeah, or, you mean like sowing sowing your seed, which would make yeah. no sense. Yeah, in some, a bisexual biker gang. Like if it was a straight biker gang, maybe. Maybe bisexual, bisexual. They can go. They can swing both ways. I they get gotta that, get new but, recruits. But I would imagine, like the harder part for 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 gentlemen who wanted to join a biker gang and were unaware that it was bisexual, but they really liked the gang, uh, would be to 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 go the other way. Like they're nor they're, they're used to swinging and trying to sow their seed uh, the the other way. But like the bisexual part, that would be very difficult for me as a cis straight male. Is that what they're calling us now, cis straight? Like, I don't understand. I, I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, but it would be very difficult for me to go that way. I mean, even if it was Jeff Goldblum, it'd be very difficult. Extremely. So why like watering your plant, sowing your seed doesn't make sense, Rob. You're gonna have to explain the euphemism to me. Look, I don't know 1979 euphemism. You, you told me that this was do. a deleted scene. I said it, it well, I, hey, I just did a little bit of research and found it. I don't believe that you did. Could you please show us that research yeah, so we can put yeah. it in the show notes? Uh, I lost. I, mm, I lost the. Yeah. So the actual mm. research is the actor decided that if he was going to go shirtless in that scene, he was going to wear a tie. So he was the one that came up with the scarf. <laughs> I like my idea better. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that one better than yours, Rob. Yours made no sense. It was nonsensical. Uh, it made me well, sad for you. So uh, is the fact that the guy was shirtless for no reason. That was hilarious. I was the dude I mean, looks like he's like six five, six six, and he's built like a fucking tank. He can go shirtless right. like once. I'm not going to tell him not I to go shirtless. Are yeah, you? I have no problem with it. Like he looked. I was. I that scene stuck out. If you're an actor, you want your scenes to stack, stack, uh, stick out, right? That stuck out uh, in my head. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Leonard Nimoy did it in um, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Leonard Nimoy was shirtless? shirtless? No, 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 but he wanted his his character to stick out, his scenes to stick out, so he wore that glove thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right, so it's the same It's the same concept, just he went shirtless. And I'll be honest, like, I was like, man, for an old bald guy, like, he had the whole 70s, <laughs> like, I'm trying really hard not to stereotype a lot with this movie, biker gangs, uh, Lots of leather. Like, you guys can put it together, right? Yeah. Like, we've yeah. already said, like, there's, there's a lot of homoerotic imagery with this movie. A lot. Yeah. Especially for the 70s. Yeah. A lot. And I, uh, I, I want to I ask about that because I think, so I, I'm, I'm not sure which way I think they're trying to, to go with this. <laughs> Are you just trying to be, you trying to be polite? I'm trying to be polite in the way that I phrase this. <laughs> Do you think they 
implied that the biker gang was either homosexual or or bisexual because yeah. of the well yeah i mean it's it's obvious that they were implying that but do you think they implied that because of the homophobia that was running rampant in the 70s during that time and it made the biker gang more sinister and more bad guyish or do you think there was another reason why they portrayed him that way what what would be the other reason i don't know like to, maybe to they were just being more progressive are? back in the 70s right. you know yeah. equal I, opportunity you know, biker I, gangs i think <laughs> i mean Look, there's been a lot of allusions to this throughout history. And if you're in a biker gang and you're listening to this, look, let me tell you, I used to ride a motorcycle. Like back in, in my youth when I could, I wanted to be in a biker gang like that. Like, look, I used to work uh, in retail as a kid. I was a kid. I was like literally like 18 years old, had long hair. Like these bikers walked up and they're like, hey, man, like where's the, where, where's the nearest strip club? Like I'm 18. Like I have no idea. I'm like, huh? Like I got, I'm like, I don't know. Like what, what? Like what? Like don't you don't you go? I'm like, dude, I'm 18. They're like, oh shit, man! I thought you were. Oh man! And then they walked off. Like, I, so it was my jam. Those are the kind of people that I hung out with uh, once you know I was able to go. So I've got nothing but respect for you. But like, there's there's always been those uh, allusions to biker gangs. There's a little bit of bisexuality there at the very minimum. A little homo eroticism there because of the leather, because of the how they dress because it's very macho because it's a lot of, and so it's always, they're overcompensating for something. So I think and maybe I think this may, has been your Crowley story time. Right. I, I think, right. That was a story time with Crowley. I think that, uh, I think the director just kind of fed into that and was like, well, if society's devolving, I mean, if we're being honest in the eighties, or late seventies, early eighties, AIDS was just becoming to be this big thing. Well, AIDS wouldn't hit for another few years. Right. But I mean, there was always, when it did, it vilified, it vilified those people even more. So I think this just kind of fed into all that. I think it was part being a villain. I don't think it had anything to do with being progressive. I think it was, Oh, I don't know. If I'm going to make, if I'm going to make these guys as evil as I can, uh, then they're going to be, they're going to be bisexual. So and, and I, and I think he did a crap job of it. <laughs> Let me be honest. That's like, it doesn't hold up for like, that's one of the reasons, like it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons this movie just doesn't hold up. And I don't think it would do well as written uh, in today's society, but he just did a shit job of it. Like, Fun it fact. Yeah. The biker gang was portrayed by an actual biker gang, except for like the the top three people. I think Bubba, Toe Slasher, and and Australian Warren toe, Beatty. Toe Cutter. Toe Cutter. Right, but they, toe Cutter. Toe yeah, Jammer, but you don't think Toe that, Fuck, whatever. Whatever his name is. I, don't you think, like, look, if I'm in a biker gang and I'm not in a bisexual biker gang, <laughs> if I'm not in that gang uh, and they're there, but they want me to like, you know, be a part of the uh, the extras or whatever and be part of the biker gang in the movie. And I see how they're portraying the biker gang. I'm not sure I would want to be an extra. Uh, I mean, they, they got, if I, they got bikes out I, of it and they I, were paid in beer. So I guess what was it? Foster's Australian for bear. Ugh. I'm just wondering, like, even if I'm bisexual and you're portraying us as villains, like that would piss me off even more. Right. Like why? why? I mean, there's I have so many questions about this movie, and none of them uh, have any answers to them. Uh, not the least of which is why was this on our list? And we've already covered that, and so I feel like this entire episode's a disappointment, a complete disappointment. I am ashamed. Uh, I want to apologize to our listeners uh, for putting you through this. I don't know why we watched this movie. I don't know why it was on the list. Rob and I are going through. I can promise you, we're vetting the list. Uh, Damn, we're going to make sure that that from now on. We're bringing you nothing but sci-fi, baby. Sci-fi. It is smoking and drinking in space, not smoking Hard and drinking in a fucking sci-fi. bisexual motorcycle gang in Australia. That is not the title of our uh, of our show. Smoking and drinking in space. Uh, there is that other title has way too many syllables. Uh, way too uh, many. Words. Like, I don't even yeah, know. So, I don't even know what the acronym would be. Yeah, it wouldn't be. I mean, I could write it down so, and figure it out, but I can't do it in my head. I don't know. Uh, oh, I know what it'd be. Hey. 
I don't think you're both idiots. <laughs> James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, we already know the answer, but yeah. is Mad Max more sci fi than 11 2263, there was a closet. Uh, as we just talked about uh, in Mad Max, there wasn't. They all came out. Uh, yeah, 112263, <laughs> more sci fi. <laughs> Mad Max. Wow. wow. I, I'm so glad we went down that road because that changed. Oh. And, like, that's Rob, that's podcast gold, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, Rob, you got a haiku wow. for us this week. Adieu. This one is titled, Huh? Mad Max likes fast cars. Cars must burn out all the time. Movie, not sci fi. <laughs> yes. Right. Well done. Well done, sir. <sighs> you two are that, in I mean, it was like anytime, anytime the car was moving or a motorcycle was moving, it had to burn out. It had to peel out. It had to go super fast well i mean like they, they even never, did they've never they driven did the, that was yeah and they do the stupid the stupid <laughs> film trick where they speed up the film to make it look oh, like right. they're god, going that fast so terrible oh, oh my god. god so car movies were huge in the 70s and this was 79 I'm, the movement was over no they they continued into the 80s too i mean the whole fucking Smokey and the bandit thing started in the 70s and went through the Smokey 80s is the bandit um and you know there was the uh, Cannonball uh, Run yeah. movie. Right, there was I mean, Night Rider. Was that with the Night Rider was in the eighties? Yeah. I mean, yeah, car <laughs> car movies, and then eventually television shows in the eighties were huge around this time, and I never really cared for them. I mean, I I liked Night Rider just because it was kind of cool and and on weekly science and fiction only science fiction. Yes, it is science fiction. Very science. Thank fiction. you. And yeah, only yeah. thirty that, minutes long, but. Is it on the list? It was an hour show. What do you mean 30 minutes long? It was was hour? it an hour? Fuck yeah, it was an hour. For some reason it, it seemed th- like 30 minutes. Yeah. You know why? Because it was good quality it was television. Good. That's exactly yeah. right. Because yeah. you're sitting there enthralled by the Hoff and his what? chest hair. It's over and, already? Right. And talking to Kit and the fucking car. I can't wait till next week. What was the chick's name? Bonnie? Is that right? Am I, I remembering right? Eye candy. No fucking eye candy. That's right. So hot. Do do they ever have a name? No. I, not wow. That I the eye okay. Candy not dough. touching that one. <laughs> There's your Robism for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got awards? Yeah, I do. Rob, who's got your black lung? I gave it to Fifi for smoking a stogie and watering his plants. Okay. James? Fuck yeah. Who else was going to get it? Fucking Fifi. Fucking puffing on that Goose. stogie, baby. Goose could have gotten it. No, fuck Goose. All right. Fuck him. Fucking Fifi. All right. I'm giving mine to um, Shakespearean Macbeth. I, no, you would. For lighting the lighting his cigarette with the match that he forced uh, Australian Warren Beatty to torch Goose with. Can we? We didn't even talk about fucking Mad Max being the original. Uh, what was the guy's name from Saw? Jigsaw? Jigsaw. Yeah. That, thank you. Yeah. He's the original Jigsaw. Want to play a game? Here's a hacksaw. You can either burn to death or fucking hacksaw through your fucking leg. <laughs> Have a good day, buddy. Oh, this I takes hate off. those movies. I do too. This is so stupid. I, 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 I hated the ending too. I even counted down to when it was going to go boom and I was right on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my wife just looked at me. She's like, how did you know? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, this movie's predictable as shit. Uh-uh. Yeah, I hate the Saw movies, so I've only seen most of the first one. Yeah. That's I, more I, than I, me. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've seen any of them because I hate those kind nope. of movies. Nope. All right, James, who's got your uh, head lush? Uh, head lush, I had to ask you to because I couldn't remember. Uh, because it's, uh, uh, and I don't know how I forgot this because it's a part of the movie where it's like, oh my God, this is, Definitely not a post-apocalyptic dystopian future. Uh, they were drinking uh, in the uh, uh, cabaret. So whoever was drinking in the nightclub. Well, Goose I was in there. I don't remember who it was. Was Goose drinking though? Yeah, he had a beer in front of him. 
I, I feel like even in the 80s, early, late 70s, whatever the fucking shit movie was made, I feel like drinking and driving, like you were still, it was still frowned upon. Like, he it, didn't it drive, just, he spent the night. Yeah, but why? She wasn't even good looking. Mm. Like, That's my cool. wife was like, is this sci-fi because she's an alien? <laughs> like, that. my wife, my wife who loves everybody, who's very nice, she was like, She's supposed to be an alien. I'm like, nah. This is what Australians thought was hot in the fucking eighties. Oh, seventies. Weird. Whatever. Rob. Uh, cabaret people. <laughs> cabaret people. <laughs> cabaret people. You are oh, just that's... not. Are you here today, Rob? Are you not okay? Really. Not really. I mean, I'm fine. I just, you know. Can I get you something? I get. I get done. I get done with the whole you know, snow apocalypse down here. And I'm like, all right, well, time to get ready for, for Saddus this week. And, uh, yeah, it was nothing but a big disappointment. Well, now you know how we feel when we podcast with you every week. Um, and for that, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mine's going to go to goose for drinking in the cabaret as well. That was really the only well no because there was also the beach scene um where they were Which at the one? beach the the they yeah. they lived on the beach well yeah. when the when the motorcycle gang was on the beach and they were shooting the mannequin there was a huge Why pile of beer cans behind them so all fosters by the way Why not Australian Ugh. for beer Ugh. gross All right Rob who's got your player award I'm giving it to Goose for getting it on with the cabaret singer. Okay. For some strange reason. <laughs> James? Uh, I, I'm going to give it to the guy driving the Chevy. What was it? B- Bel Air? The Bel Air, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it to him because um, he got it in the butt and he didn't even want it. <laughs> uh, okay. I thought you were going to go there. <laughs> I, yeah, that was uh, that was not where I thought was, you were going with that. No, no. I, no, I was, I'm on the same page with yeah, you there. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. Oh, you two are fucking awful. Because you thought I was going to go with, like, he had the, like one of the hotter chicks in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you no, thought no, that's where I was going to go, but no, no. He, no, he got, he's um, a player, man. He's got, yeah. that is, a, you, know, you know, Captain America is America's ass, right? That's right. That he's guy, Australia's ass. He's Australia's yeah, right, That's right. Oh he is God. Australia's ass. Oh, my God. Not only did he seduce the hot chick. Man, he, he seduced, seduced the whole biker gang. Entire bisexual biker oh gang. Oh, oh, give it man. to him, the pooper. Fucking awful. <laughs> he wanted it. Did you see how he was dressed? Oh my oh, man. god. <laughs> Well, I mean, he waited around long enough to right? make sure that they were done terrorizing the the right? town like, before oh, he drove off. Now. Let's go, hurry, quick! Let's, they're not busy. <laughs> quick, <laughs> almost run over their leader so that it'll really get them going. Yeah, yeah. Now they will. They'll, they'll ignore that. It'll be fine. Oh my yeah. god! Who's your player? Ah, fuck, I don't know anymore. I just <laughs> wow. I'm. Why wow. don't you give it to that random couple at the no, beginning of the scene? He's trying to decide like, right now how much of this he's going to edit out and how much of this he's going to leave in. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be a five-minute episode. It'll be a three-minute episode. <laughs> well, no, Christ. we got to have the pod crawl in there, so five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I just, yeah. Um, you got the Purple Hippo Award still, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to help you out. I don't know where your head's at right now. I can only imagine the purple hippo award. Oh, shit. Um, so my player, I think, is going to go to uh, Mad Max's <laughs> wife or, you know, I don't know, having a kid and making him realize that he doesn't have a kid or something. Because I don't think he ever acknowledged <laughs> the kid in the entire movie. Who is that woman? Uh, who who was on trial? Who she was acquitted? Everybody thought she killed her kid. Shit, I don't know. God, what was her name? Casey Anthony. Yeah, this woman is the original Casey Anthony on Australia. Like, <laughs> I we do we have a kid? I don't fucking know. Like maybe. Are we going on vacation? Should we bring him? Is he here? I don't remember. I don't know. All right, James. Uh, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, who put this on the list? Um, I, th- well, I think it was, this is, uh, 
under the Mad Max series heading, so it would have been a, an original when Red and I first made the list. Mm. All right. So well, you two. Yeah. You two. I, I'm going to blame you because I, I liked Red. I think Red was great. You, I'm... <laughs> I'm a little iffy on, to be honest with you. I'm like, so you get my purple hippo award for putting this on the list. I, I'm yep. going to say that Red probably went, have you seen Mad Max? And you're like, no. And he's like, well, I don't think it should go on the list. And you're like, Red, it's going on the re- list. And Red's it like. It says sci-fi on IMDb. Right. And Red's like, that's it's not sci-fi. And Jason's like, no, it is sci-fi. And no, Red's it like, is. It's dystopian future. Right. And Red's like, it, it's not going on the list. And then Jason went ahead and like, put it on the list. And Red just assumed that you didn't. So, yeah, 100% Jason gets my purple hippo yep, award. Yep. Oh, my God. Whatever gets you to fucking sleep at night, Rob. <laughs> um, so mine is a tie between the uh, biker gang going road crazy and uh, whoever thought this was sci-fi. <laughs> um, Do you ever wonder if Jason lays awake at night and goes, God, how can I replace these two assholes? Yeah. Well, see. Wonder no more. I think he. Wonder I, I no think, more. <laughs> I, I think he like completely forgets what happens during every recording <laughs> during session. Every, uh, yeah. He I roofie myself after every recording session. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up a couple hours later going, what in the fuck? Well, he get, did you get the my player award. Hours. I want to change my player award to you. You're roofing yourself every night. Woo. Not every night. Just, just every Sunday. Every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> um, so my, uh, my Purple Hippo is going to go to uh, both uh, Australian Macbeth and uh, the Knight Rider uh, for apparently getting tailgated into stationary or objects moving the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward. Not really something Australians do when they drive. I guess not. Well, they're on the wrong side of the yeah. car. Yeah. They're yeah. Why was everybody road. driving on the wrong side of the road? I don't know. I don't know. Do they do that in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, they do. So so their cars are like that now still? They've, they've been like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. If, you're, if you were a British Commonwealth or part of the British Commonwealth, you drive on the wrong side of the road. Right. Which I'm not sure exactly why Japan drives on the wrong side of the road too. I, I try not to figure out what Japan does because um, while their women are generally attractive, their accents don't really do it for me. Um, but the Brits, oh yeah, the British accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's time to pick time. the next movie. So. Oh God, please be sci-fi. I don't even care if you're good. Just be sci-fi. Oh, I hate both of you. <laughs> we haven't had a chance to vet the list yet. Who's, uh, who's picking the number? Who's telling me when to stop? Three. Rob? You did three last time. I'm doing three again. Tell me when to stop. Is your ass bleeding yet? Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Would you fucking shut up? <laughs> he gets my player award. All right. Go ahead and stop. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, it actually is. Oh, ah, crap. fuck. Oh, yeah. So, odds of it being sci-fi, Rob? This is 1953's... <laughs> I'm going to guess. Nostradamus. Yeah, I'm going to guess this is not sci-fi. All right, so uh, next like week that. we will be reviewing the movie where the Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. Directed by Tim Burton, stars Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah yes! Jessica Parker. It is 1996 yes! Mars Attacks. Yes! Yes, right. finally! Finally, I love right this movie. That. Yeah, this is, this is sci-fi. Yeah. This is sci-fi. Yeah. Finally, back on track. All right. I'm excited for next week. Excited. Right. Mar- Mars attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> oh, for I'm going to do the whole show next week like that. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I may not be here next week. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. We've done it without that. you before. Mm-hmm. We'll do it without you. All right. Again. Well, that's all we got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machette. 
If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback we'll on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord or on Twitter at status underscore podcast or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. We could be the If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Cream Crate. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for no, we got more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. Me. Well, I was going to do that, but now you've done that, so I'll just say, uh, I, I, you know, I've said enough. Trust me. Just yeah, I've said way too much. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>